1: This is Project Keto, Season 2, Episode 4, all about traveling on an airplane. I'm your host, Madeline Hewitt, and let's just jump right in. One of the biggest struggles that people tell me about is their... Trouble with traveling while eating keto or even if you're not doing keto but you're just trying to eat healthy. So many people tell me that they lose track when they go on trips and it's not because they necessarily mean to or they're choosing to go off plan when they travel most of the time it's because they actually don't know how to do it so the next few episodes are going to be dedicated to traveling and today will be specifically about traveling on an airplane going to the airport and dealing with that whole situation in a future episode we'll be talking about how to eat while you're actually on your trip and how to cook in your hotel room believe it or not So when you're traveling to the airport, my biggest recommendation is that you don't expect yourself to find healthy food at the airport. Now I live in Minneapolis and Minneapolis St. Paul has one of the most amazing airports in the country, probably in the whole world actually, and there are starting to be a lot more healthy options there. And I'm finding more places that have organic food or salads and vegetables and meat. However, All of those choices are super expensive and they're still not ideal. So if you're really serious about working on your health and you don't want to break the bank, then I recommend that you apply some of the things that I'm going to be talking about today. Now, if you're a person who does need to eat while you're traveling, like it's going to be a long trip, or you don't feel comfortable doing fasting for that long, then I recommend that you make what I call the travel salad. And this is something that I learned from my mom, Jeannie. She does this pretty much every time she travels, and I think it's just one of the greatest things. You simply make yourself a salad. And bring it and plan to eat it at the airport or on the airplane. So that's essentially what it is. It's pretty simple and some of you will be able to figure that out yourselves just by hearing that explanation. But if you're wondering more details about how you actually do that, then listen and tune in right now. So you would start out at home that day getting a plastic container that you would find um, at the grocery store that would be holding something like lettuce or spinach. So you've probably seen in the produce aisle that they have all these boxes of greens. Most of them are different types of uh, spinach or kale, things like that. And then these plastic boxes and they have the really, really big ones and then they have the smaller ones. I don't know exactly what the size is, but most stores have a large size and a smaller size. So buy one of those smaller ones, either the day that you're gonna make your salad, or if you just buy lettuce regularly, get that and then save the container and keep it for the next time you go on an airplane. So now you've got your plastic container and that's what you're going to be putting your salad in. And I recommend using that because it's light and you can throw it away. It's so much trouble to be lugging around like a big Tupperware or a big glass storage container or a bowl or something like that that you bring to the airport. It's better to just use one of these plastic containers. Now, if you can't get access to one of those, then see if you can get an extra container from a salad bar or like a hot bar at a grocery store or at Whole Foods or something like that. And that type of container will pretty much always work as well. Then when you're at home and you're making the salad, chop up all of the vegetables really well. So you're gonna be chopping up the the lettuce really fine. Like think about what it's like when you get a chopped salad, that kind of lettuce. Chop it up real small. Chop up all of your veggies, maybe you have peppers, maybe you have some raw broccoli or cauliflower, onions, uh, any vegetables that you're planning to put in your salad, chop them up tiny. And then I recommend that you mix all of your greens and all of your veggies together before you add anything like meat, dressing, or tomatoes. So mix everything together that's fairly dry, things that don't soak up a lot of um, seasoning. Keep those wet things to the side for now. So you've chopped up all of the drier veggies. Mix them all together in your container and then sprinkle on the Himalayan salt that you're going to be using and any spices that you'll use. My favorite spices for salads are Bragg's Organic Sprinkles. B-R-A-G-G-S Organic Sprinkles. That's just the name of the jar of seasonings and I find that at my local co-op and I'm guessing it's pretty easy to find, but maybe you like Italian seasoning or just whatever spices you want to use. Or maybe you don't really like spices and you just like salt and pepper. That would be kind of uncommon though. Definitely add in some green onions or maybe some chopped up red onions or something like that if you like a lot of flavor and even fresh herbs like cilantro or basil or rosemary chopped up real small and added to the greens. So let's review. You've chopped up all your vegetables that are pretty dry, mixed them all together, put them in the plastic container, sprinkled on your Himalayan salt. If you're using pepper and if you're using seasonings, all of that has been sprinkled on now. And then mix it in. Then drizzle on your olive oil or avocado oil, whichever oil you're planning to use for your dressing. Some of you are still using other salad dressings, so if you're gonna use that, then drizzle on your salad dressing then, and mix that together really well, and then taste it. So you have to taste it now to see if that's the right amount of spices, salt, and dressing or oil. You might also want some vinegar on there or some lemon juice. Now is the time to put that on. If it feels like there's not enough, or it's the wrong proportions, then fix it at that point. Adjust everything right then. Then add in the other wetter types of ingredients. Like if you're going to be using tomatoes, chop those up really small, add the tomatoes. If you're going to be using some meat, chop that up. Maybe you're using some turkey or some salami, or maybe you're using some chicken that you cooked that you'll cut up real small, or some beef, or whatever meat you're going to be using i recommend chopping it up so it's in really tiny fine pieces and add that to your salad now and then once all of those wet ingredients are there mix it all together avocado would be another one to mix in now mix that in if you're going to be adding any nuts or seeds add those in now as well so everything is in the salad now and it's all mixed together. And the reason that you've waited to add the meat or the tomatoes or the avocados till the end is because if you just put those in first before you add the salt or the spices or the dressing, when you add the salt and the spices in the dressing, they'll all stick onto the meat or the tomatoes and it will be all stuck there and you won't get very much onto your lettuce. And then it feels like you take a bite that's super overly flavored and then you take another bite that tastes And that's where people usually say that they don't like salads is because of that reason. So you can use this tool whether you're traveling or if you're just making a salad on a regular day, the same tool works. Normally, you wouldn't really add dressing or oil to your salad until you're ready to sit down and eat it because it will wilt. But we all know that you can't take liquids into the airport, so you have to mix that in first. So I do recommend making this salad pretty much when you're going to leave for the airport. Get it going 30 minutes before you're going to walk out the door, then you're just ready to go. Bring along a fork, whether it's a plastic fork or a metal one that you want to bring so that you don't forget, and some extra napkins um, if you need that. And then it's all set and ready to go. And it's really easy to just place that box, it's like a plastic box of salad, into either a paper bag that you can throw away or even a plastic bag or if you have one of those totes that retailers all seem to carry now. Like if you go to a store and buy some clothes, a lot of higher-end retailers don't give you plastic or paper bags anymore. They give you those little totes with their logos on them. Oftentimes your salad box will fit in one of those totes and then you can either just throw that away when you're done with it or fold it up really small and put it in your carry-on or your purse. So that's going to leave you um, feeling really organized and set up to have a delicious meal that's flavorful, that tastes good, that's got some protein and some fat and some veggies, and you're just going to feel so happy when you have that and you're not starving at the airport or forced to buy something that you really don't want to eat. And every time that I do this and I bring this to the airport, other people there always run up to me and ask me, Where did you get that salad? And they always want to go and buy one and they think that I bought it at the airport. So if you're thinking that this is like a weird thing to do or people will be offended or think that it's strange, believe me, they won't. They'll actually be jealous and they'll want one for themselves. Now, some people feel uncomfortable pulling this out and eating it on the airplane because it can be a little bit fragrant. But I just say, you just need to do what you need to do. And if you want to eat it on the airplane, go for it. Most likely, nobody's going to care. But if you're more comfortable eating it at the gate, then do that. Eat it when you need to eat it. Another choice, if that's too much work for you, or if you don't want to bring food to the airport, is just to simply fast. A lot of you have been working on fasting and you've been building up to long intermittent fasts or even doing 24-hour fasts or longer. So a travel day is a perfect day for that. And just don't eat anything that day except for water or you could bring some exogenous ketones to mix in your water and that will help to get you through a few more hours. I love the brand Perfect Keto. They make some really good, clean, exogenous ketones that most people can handle pretty well. Plus, they sell them in either canisters that most people buy or individual packets. So you could bring some packets of ketones on your trip to make it easier so you don't have to bring a whole canister or put the powder in individual baggies. So that's just less prep for you. Now, a lot of people love to have coffee when they're traveling and when they're at the airport, especially if you have one of those early, early morning flights. I am extremely picky about my coffee. I'm picky about the quality of the coffee, the ingredients in the coffee, and the way that it tastes. And I'm not that picky about a lot of things in my life, but coffee is one thing that I really am a stickler on. So if you're like me, you're going to want to apply All of the things that I'm about to say about coffee, but if you're a little bit more of a flexible person and you don't really care about the quality or the ingredients, then these principles might not really apply to you and you might actually just be able to find some type of keto approved coffee at the airport how it is. But here's what I do. I actually bring a French press to the airport and I probably wouldn't bring it if I didn't need it for the rest of my trip, but I end up using it every single day on my trip, whether I'm in an Airbnb or I'm in a hotel. So I'm going to be bringing it anyways. I don't want the glass to crack in my, my suitcase and so I carry it through the airport in my carry-on or in my purse anyways. So why not make a cup of coffee while I'm there? So I've got my French press. I go to a coffee shop, something like Starbucks or just whatever they have there, and I ask for a large cup of hot water. And then I always have my wallet out in my hand or my cash in my hand so that they can see that I expect that I'm going to be paying for this. I do that because a lot of people that work at coffee shops find it highly irritating when people just come up and ask for hot water and expect it to be free. So I'm already showing that I'm expecting to pay. And then it's either free or it usually costs a quarter for the cup. Then I tip them. I always give them a tip or they just look frustrated and irritated that I'm one more person that's asking for free stuff. So I've got my large cup of hot water. And then I go away from the coffee place. I don't make my coffee in their store. That would be really rude to them. So I go to the gate or I go somewhere that's away from the coffee shop, get out my French press, and I've already measured out my coffee grounds and I have them either in a baggie or I already have them in my French press when I arrive to the airport. So that's something that I've prepared so that I'm not carrying an entire bag of coffee grounds to the airport. That's just too much stuff to carry. So I've got my coffee grounds, my my few tablespoons of coffee grounds in the French press. I pour in the hot water, let it sit there for four minutes or so, however long I want it to brew for, and then pour the coffee in my cup. And if I'm having black coffee that day, then I'm good to go. That's all I need to do. But if I want cream in my coffee that day, then there's a little bit more preparation that I do before I go to the airport again. I have a travel mug or travel thermos that I use, and I love it because it's one of the ones that locks when it's shut. So I can literally throw it in my bag and it can be tossed around and it will never leak or spill. So that's the kind that I have. And before I go to the airport, I put my nut pods coffee creamer in there. And I always use three or four tablespoons of that coffee creamer. So I measure it out already and I put it into my travel mug I like Nut Pods brand because it's unsweetened, it's organic, and it's made with coconut milk and almond milk, and I think it is the best, creamiest consistency of any coffee creamer that's non-dairy that I've ever found. But if you have a different creamer, you can do the same method. Now, you might be thinking that they're going to take it away because it's a liquid, but if you're only using two or three or four tablespoons, it's probably going to pass through. And I've done this dozens of times and they've never once ever noticed that it's in my carry-on. I also take my my thermos out of my purse and set it in the bin so that I'm being very clear to them that I have it and I'm not trying to sneak anything or pull the wool over their eyes. So I I set it out in the bin. And again, they've never ever pulled me aside. They've never checked it. They've never noticed. And I've definitely had other things get checked or noticed, but this hasn't. Now I also put my drops of Stevia into the container as well and then I also put my scoop of powdered MCT oil in there. If you've been listening to previous episodes, you've already heard me talk about my coffee recipe a number of times, or if you follow me on Instagram at Project Keto Podcast, you already know about this. But I'll repost the the recipe and the ingredients that I use in my coffee on the show notes for today's episode at www.projectketopodcast.com. But just to review one more time, because I know I'm jumping around, in my thermos at home, I put three to four tablespoons of Nut Pods creamer, I put a scoop of powdered MCT oil from Perfect Keto. And I put a few drops of New Naturals Liquid Stevia. And then I just put the lid on. I don't put any coffee in there. I put the lid on and I throw that in my carry-on. Then I've got my coffee grounds in my French press already. Put that in my carry-on with no water. When I'm at the airport, we've already talked about this, I'm at the airport, I've got my hot water from the coffee shop, pour that into the French press and I brew my coffee right then. Once the coffee is brewed, I pour the coffee into my thermos, my carry-on thermos that has all of the creamer and the stevia in it already. Then I put the lid back on and I shake it vigorously, like really vigorously and then it's ready to go. And I'm, I'm done. That's it. Super easy, super simple. I don't even clean out my French press. I just put in some napkins to soak up any extra juices and I close it again and I put that back in my purse or my carry-on bag. So that's it. Really, really simple and easy. And I highly recommend that you do this if you want to stay feeling healthy on your trip. So many people tell me that they try their best on their trip, but they end up with these things like, you know, eating poor quality, non-organic coffee at the airport. And then they get creamer that might be dairy-free, but it has sugar in it. And so they end up feeling kind of icky from that. And then they have to just grab some food at the airport and it might not necessarily be that healthy but they do their best then they get on the airplane and they get all puffy and bloated from the airplane and they just feel kind of toxic and sick and then they're not drinking enough water or maybe they're not taking their regular supplements so they get to their destination and they're already feeling worse than when they started the trip so by implementing all of these things at the airport before your vacation begins you are setting yourself up for success and helping yourself avoid all of the additives and the pesticides and the sugar and the hidden ingredients and the toxins that are in food that you find at restaurants or airports or airplanes. So again, you might still be able to be successful if you just get a black coffee at Starbucks But most of you out there have told me that you're struggling with serious health problems and having conventional non-organic coffee is not going to work for you. It's just a fact. Your body might not be able to handle that kind of thing right now and you need to take your health more serious. So if you're one of those people, add these tips in and start doing them or just simply fast and don't eat those things the day of your traveling. So those are all of my tips that I have for traveling at the airport. I will be talking a lot more about the rest of your trip, what to do in a hotel or an Airbnb or maybe even when you're staying with somebody else and you are going to feel so good. I would love to hear your requests for more topics for future shows, specifically for a theme for season three. I could do an entire season on traveling. Honestly, I have way more tips, way more information, and I want to know if that's what you're interested in or not. So here's what you do. Go to Instagram, find me at Project Keto Podcast, all one word on Instagram, and either comment on any of my posts or send me a direct message and tell me what you want me to talk about in future episodes. Here are your choices. A, you want to hear all about traveling and this is going to be like six or eight episodes breaking down travel tips. B, you want more recipes And more information on cooking so that would mean that I would actually be talking you through recipes and cooking tips on the podcast or C fill in the blank something else that you want either one episode or an entire season tell me what you want to hear and I will make it happen now for our season 2 segment what am I doing this week Well, this has absolutely nothing to do with health or keto. Well, I guess it could do with mental health, but I have been rearranging my home and decluttering. And this has actually been going on for way more than this week, but this is the week that I want to finish. I tend to start projects and then work on them a little tiny bit each day or each week and string them out over months or years. I need to just be done with the decluttering. Uh, Even two months ago, I started cleaning out my closets, my clothing, and I still have huge piles of things that I'm either giving away or getting rid of or selling. And this is the week that I want to just be done. So I'm putting it out there on the podcast for accountability. And you all know that I'm getting rid of stuff. Anybody who knows me personally, or you live in the Twin Cities area, and if you want clothes, I have a lot that I'm getting rid of, mostly exercise clothes, a ton of yoga leggings or yoga pants, a lot of tank tops, some sweatshirts, and um, some shoes, some bags. I'm just, I just need to be done with all of this extra stuff and things that don't fit me well, things that I don't like, and I'm just getting that out. So I'm either going to give it to you or I'm going to donate it or I'm going to sell it. Any of those things. And then I also just want to say I rearranged my condo. I live in a condo and I just love it. It's really tiny. It's a really, really small space. It's one bedroom and I i personally can barely even fit in it, um, but I do tend to have kind of a lot of stuff. But I just rearranged the whole living room and like dining room kitchen area, and it has totally changed my life. I know you can't even see it, so it's probably not that exciting for you, but just rearranging a space invigorates you it's made me really excited to wake up in the morning and it's made me really excited to go home from work and to even do things like work on this podcast on my free time because I feel like the space works better and it leads me to feel more open and productive and happy. And I just think it's so beautiful that I can just like sit and stare at it and it makes me happy and it brings me joy so I think it's kind of funny I'm even talking about it on this podcast but hey why not and if I if I get to it maybe I'll even post some pictures I'll probably post some photos in my Instagram stories for you if you're just curious to see what my place looks like now that's all for this week I will be catching up with you next week all about how to cook in your hotel room and how to stay healthy on the rest of your trip after the airport. And remember to use the hashtag projectketo 2019 for any of your posts on Facebook or Instagram and I will be looking out for you. I want to see what you're eating, what you're cooking, what you're finding at the grocery store or anything else. Maybe you've got some amazing before and after photos photos. Maybe it's something that doesn't even have to do with keto, but it's something that I would love. Like maybe you're decluttering too. I just want to see what you're doing. I love to connect with you. I love to hear from you and I hope to see you on social media. That's all for now and I'll catch you in a week.